0: Here comes the money
1: Welcome into Death Piles and Taxes, episode number sixty-seven. Is that where we're at, Adam? I can't even count that high. You're an accountant doing the hard math. Well, oh, we're just asking, and it. it just seems like that time has flown by.
2: And uh, it does, man. It just keeps on, keeps on rolling. Well, how are you doing? Well, day by day, things just keep changing. It's uh, even listen to last week's podcast. Um, a lot changes in a week anymore. Man, the world's just
1: doing some interesting stuff. I like the Pearl Snaps there, Mr. Day Older,
2: yeah, yeah. Dollar Longer, right? Dollar Shorter, man. It was kind of nice because, uh, you know, it was a pretty affordable birthday dinner last night. Wasn't a lot open, so Derek enjoyed his birthday bash. We uh, we did it with, uh, was it social distancing? Is that the term we're using nowadays? Yeah, you turned that 39 and holding, right? Um, Sure. I don't know how old I am, man. It just all blurs together. It's i uh, I'm under the big four zero for a couple couple or a year, something like that. A Couple few. Anyway, but yeah, no, it was a good time and uh, just kind of relaxed at home, watched, watched some movies like everyone's doing, and uh, went visit our bo- boy Phil after work. So and it's just kind of business as usual for me right now. Good good birthday, back.
1: Well, uh, let's get right into it. What in the world is going on with taxes right now? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone wants to know, <laughs> including me. <laughs> um, so apparently we all you know, have some idea that the world is a different place now than what it was three weeks ago. Um, one of the things is there's a lot of businesses that are shut down, a lot of different places. My brother lives in California, and they're almost under martial law, like apparently you can't go out and do
2: things. Well, if people would just use common sense, and stop doing stuff, it'd be a lot easier. Well, but, that common term, common sense, it,
1: it just doesn't quite exist as much as not it sure, so, Not as common as it used to be. So, um, as part of that, there are going to be a lot of uh, people's uh, income that are going to be affected. And, you know, it, it's one of those weird things, you know, we always talk about saving up for a rainy day. Apparently, a lot of people aren't living by that.
2: Yeah it's, uh, I don't, yeah, it's kind of scary when people get paycheck to paycheck, and the uh, paychecks aren't going to come in for a few weeks, so yeah. So that's
1: part of it, and, and whatever you agree, disagree, the uh, administration that's in the White House right now, they are trying to figure out a way to alleviate some of those pains. And one of the suggestions um, that we actually know something about is the IRS tax deadline. Now, normally, like every year, it's April 15th. That's when you have to have your taxes paid. You can file an extension, but that's only an extension to have your tax return filed. That's the misknown um, thing. Everyone, Oh, I got an extension. I got an extension. No, you, you don't get an extension on paying your taxes. Because if that was the case, everybody would file one. Uh, which Did you know that the business um, deadline was actually March 15th? I think you've told us that on the show before, but uh, yeah, before that, I didn't know. So there's there's deadlines that just, just passed. The uh, business extension deadline had already come and gone. Most of my clients are totally unaware of it because I just file an extension for them to file it. So that part's taken care of. But the, the question at hand right now is when do I have to pay the money that I owe? Because like we talk about here on the show, it's always great to owe money. Because that means you make money. If you're getting substantial refunds, um, you're you're not you're just not making a lot of money. Or if you are, you're planning really good and you have a lot withheld on your check. So that's the the question in term right now. And allegedly, the deadline has been extended, but there's no official statement that has actually come out from the IRS.
2: Well, there you go. I mean. Washington's known to move fast in times like this, so I'm sure it's just a matter of uh, somebody didn't put enough postage on it to get it to you electronically or something, right? It's one of those, uh, they say it on TV, maybe you read it on Facebook, but who knows what the real truth is.
1: And here's the problem, is is what state do you live in? Because you all have to pay state taxes, sometimes county taxes, sometimes regular taxes to your city, so are those taxes going to be
2: extended also? Do you know the answer to that, Derek? I, I mean, I'd imagine whatever comes down federally will be adapted at some point, but there's a lot of paperwork and uh, meetings that have to get done for that to happen. A lot of meetings and paperwork aren't getting done right now. I can't say it with clarity, but I'm, I'm guessing all this will get uh, sorted out in the wash and they'll make, uh, you know, the uh, old back. Uh, uh, it's all right. We'll just shuffle it in because there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on.
1: There's so many moving parts. So, as of right now, I would speculate that that deadline for the IRS will be extended. There's been enough hubbub about it. But, again, the problem is going to be those state taxes. So, don't plan on it. Like it says, you will owe money. Then get those monies. planned to be paid. But you may be able to hold on to them for three more months. So and how
2: things are changing by the time show shows up, it might be a whole different story. So, uh Consult your uh, tax professional or give Adam Up Accounting a to call and say, Hey, Adam, I live in Nebraska. What's going on here? We'll try and get something posted when it uh,
1: becomes official on the uh, Facebook page. But that's the one. The other is the free
2: money we're supposed to get. Do you
1: know anything about the free money we're
2: supposed to get? Well, here's the problem. with The free money that we're supposed to get, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things because you can't trust Facebook. I mean, there's so many. People just like making rumors and stirring stuff right now that... I hear Mitt Romney saying give him a thousand. I hear somebody talking to Trump saying it's going to be two grand a person. It's going to be every month. It's going to be every quarter. It's going to be every week. Who knows at this point? It's, uh, I mean, you shouldn't be. Now, here's Derek on the soapbox. You shouldn't just be sitting there waiting for the government to come bail you out. Regardless of what affiliation you are, you can go back and listen to podcasts. You kind of know where we both stand. Uh, you got, I mean, we're talking about self reliance, eBay selling stuff. It would be great. It would help out the economy a lot. But if you're going to sit there and wait, you're going to die, you know, starving basically. Because at some point, something might happen. A check might get sent in the mail. But yeah, you're just going to be sitting there while they argue about whether or not you get a grand, twelve fifty, three grand, two dollars, and everyone's got their own uh, five cents. And a lot of these people actually have money in their accounts, so they're not going hungry. When we talk, a lot of the politicians and yeah. The House versus the Senate, the Senate versus the House. We just need people to start being for the people and and help out. But, yeah, everyone's got new. As, I mean, like we say, tomorrow might be a whole different story. By the time this gets up, we might have the money. Or it might be you don't get money. Who knows?
1: Uh, so I think this episode might not be an evergreen. I think it might be like a Christmas tree special. Yeah, I'm thinking
2: the last probably month worth from when it's like, uh, this is kind of a novel thing coming to like, oh, we're in it deep to the economies. Kind of crashing, but kind of not. Depends where you're at. It's just very, very weird. So I, I want to.
1: That's that's where we're at. This whole economy thing. So don't don't plan. But the thing that I do thoroughly enjoy, and especially as I've been reading some of the in the seller um, groups, right now you have an opportunity to make money mm-hmm. because the resale market is it's going to increase, and especially as we go through uh, what may or may not become a recession. I think people's, you know, they're, they're hopefully going to tighten up
2: those belts. Well, it's going to be um, weird because uh, traditionally recessions, as Adam's well aware of, is because somebody makes some financial uh, problems, whether we overinflate a market here or, or don't look at a problem there. This is something that was kind of out of control where it's a, uh, it's a medical thing, but it shut down e-commerce, economy, everywhere, basically. So in my brain... I mean, it might not come back 100%, but once everything clears up, which it will, whether or not that's two weeks or five months from now, I don't know. But the switch will be put back on, okay, business is normal. Things will pick up. At least that's the way I, I see it. Um, but, yeah, with, with e-commerce, there's no better time than now to get listing. I've, I've seen sales. I mean, they're going up a lot because people are bored at home. They have nothing better to do than prove the Internet you can't go to the store and buy a lot of this stuff or it's not safe for people to go out and get a lot of this stuff in some instances, regardless of its clothes, if it's, you know, chicken noodle, whatever you're selling, man, it's a good time. And everyone always has these death piles and they say, I don't got no time to list my death piles. I can't get through my death piles. I got too much going right now. You're sitting at home. 90% of America is, is on self quarantine. Get busting those death piles. Uh, my my big thing this week was going to be because Amazon, fulfilled by uh, Amazon, where you send things in, it's, sold, it, it's shut down right now. They're only taking like medical-type stuff because they're just kind of overwhelmed trying to get people in the warehouse that can show up to work and pull things, just the flow of everything, the logistics. Um, so my, my thought this week was, what happens if eBay shuts down? Is that a possibility? What would you do? And what I came to the conclusion of is you would list like crazy and just save them as drafts because eBay has that possibility. And then whenever they came back online, you could just list it all. I mean, but up to this point, eBay's not shut down. I don't, I don't see that happening, but just something to be aware of. So one of those things,
1: just like you talked about, is just because your normal, regular job maybe in a, a temporary holding state, there's work available. There's absolutely work available if, if you are a willing, able body and refuses to say, you know what, I, I don't want to stay at home, which some people do. Like, I get it. It's potentially a, a, a miniature vacation, but if you need the money, then go find I mean, Amazon's hiring like 100,000 people right
2: now. Like, they can't find enough bodies. They're having to shut down Yeah, I mean, have, uh, I mean like, like me, the driving industry, we can't find enough drivers right now, and, and thank goodness... I know I make fun of truck drivers, and we have a good chuckle, but uh, right now, if there weren't truck drivers, you think the stores are bare? Um, now? Now, yeah. I mean, everything you got came in on a semi-truck. 99.9% of everything you own came in from a semi-truck, so if you know any drivers out there, they're working hard. Give them a thank you next time you see them, uh, but yeah, I mean, some people are have to be home with family, with kids, they got health restrictions, they can't go out and work. Um, you're listening to this because you're selling on, on uh, online somewhere, so... Uh, even if you can't do that, get busy listing. There, there is—I mean—it's a captive audience right now. There's no better time than the present. Get selling. What's Granny always tell us? Man, she says, uh, "Let me say, Adam, I got something right here about Granny who gave me a call yesterday and oh, told me happy birthday. And also told me that her uh, her kids aren't letting her get out to the store, so she couldn't send me a birthday card. But a phone call was better. It's uh, it's time to load up Granny's wagon." We always say you can't sell goods out of an empty wagon. It's time to load that wagon up. And this is a metaphorical thing.
1: We understand you might not have a wagon that you're rolling up to Main Street. Or a granny. But you got your stores. you got your opportunities to list. And unless you have things on eBay, they cannot buy them.
2: And we know the algorithm is the more you list, the more you sell. Uh, Talking to old friend michael painter the other day and he's like man i started listing things and things started moving it's just how it works i don't i don't know the science behind it they've never came out and said it but i'll i'll stick my uh, reputation out if you list things on ebay things start selling and not things that you're necessarily listing it like awakens the dead somehow and uh zombie listings come to life and and things that you've been holding on to for five years and not see move all of a sudden sell it's just how it's weird
1: I'm going to throw out one of the pet peeves I have. Uh, people that complain on these groups that, oh, my cells are down. My, I, I can't do it.
2: If you just take the time, instead of playing on there and list items, your sales would go up. Yeah, I mean, it is. And, and maybe evaluate what you're selling, and what you're listing. It's, it's a good time to go through and, uh, I mean, kill the death pile, but saying, hey, is this even worth my time? Maybe I bought it three years ago. I thought it was a hot item. It's, I've been sitting on it, and it's no good. It's not worth anything. Have a yard seller donate it when things get back to normal, and put it to the side. But you got stuff in there that still has value, still holds up. I mean, who'd have thought when we were talking uh, to your buddies over at the wheelchair shop, wheelchair shop the other day? Well, he spent a few episodes back, and he had a surplus of colored toilet paper and didn't know what to do with it. There you go. Now, if you have a surplus of toilet paper, you're king of the mountain. So, yeah. And put in the colored toilet paper, man. He's probably sitting on thirty grand over there. That's what the last uh, thing said.
1: You know, that's the other thing is, you know, this lady was talking about sales. and Oh, I list eight things a day. Like, seriously? You can list eight things a day? Like, you got to treat,
2: if if you're going to go at it, you cannot sell unless you list. I mean, eight things a day is, uh, everyone's got their own way of doing it. They got their own listing. I I put up, last Sunday, I put up 36 baseball cards, which they're easy. They're a lot easier to take pictures of. I go in and fill in the description later. If you're doing clothing right now, especially, I know it's weird. South by Southwest was canceled. Our friend, oh, Susan. Uh, yeah, uh, you did it this time. Susan. You did it this time. It wasn't me. It's your fault. It is my fault. But uh, over there at Sellhound, they haven't raised their prices yet. You can still get that promotional rate, and you can put up clothes fast on yes, Sellhound. If you want to put up a lot of listings fast, uh, we're shilling them. But go try Sellhound. Buy one of their fifty uh, subscriptions or something like that. It's like you know, it's under a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And you can put that up, I guarantee you can put that up in an afternoon if you're oh, yeah, you actually working and trying to do it. So if, if getting the quantity up's your problem, there's, there's alternatives. It's kind of like your buddy the fruit merchant. Yes. If you, you know, if, if the,
1: your fruit merchant's, you know, sailing around on his boat, you know, selling his items, it's like he's still got a surplus back at his home island, but he's out
2: on the, the outer skirts. And, and once you're out, you're out yeah uh, that's the thing when, when it's not there uh we saw again going to the grocery stores because oh, we're still with what we had yes they have um uh, i mean there's warehouses full their distribution centers are full of stuff but the actual stores were getting just ravished as the kids would say i guess or, or plummeted whoa and so uh yeah so when you're out you're out you don't got any more uh, bottled water or uh two ply or whatever and uh uh, we went back over a couple days ago, and things are starting to get a little more normal, starting to get that surplus because yep. it's it's just not there. They have to, you have to send your truck. You have to get your truck, bring it in. It's a whole process all across the nation. So um, you might have the items, but, yeah, if they're not on Granny's uh, cart, if they're not on your boat going to your fruit stand, you can't sell what's not listed. And I think a lot of people are going to look back at a missed opportunity because, um, a lot of people are scared I get it a lot of people are panicked don't know what to do just calm down you got your kids at home you know maybe for maybe for school for an hour you're going to teach them economy 101 and get them listed and taking pictures I,
1: I don't know I like that
2: teach them how to make some money it's not That's a bad not thing idea. they can take pictures um, I don't want to burst the bubble but
1: I'm hearing some things is it all these cars driving by
2: because we're doing an early
1: morning show? Yeah, what else things, that I did to see a double-decker truck. <laughs> um, I'm hearing some things. There's some rumors and innuendos. I don't like, you know, getting into it, but school has been officially on uh, deferment or whatever you want to call it. They can't go to school anymore. Hiatus. They're on a hiatus. Oh, hiatus. It sounds like, to me, it's going to last the rest of the year. It doesn't sound like these kids are going to go back in two weeks.
2: Yeah, no, this is going to be, I mean, everyone's optimistic about a couple of weeks, but, I, you know, you see the numbers coming out, like even Italy and some of these places. So it sounds it, like it's, it's, yeah, it's not it's going to higher. be,
1: it'll, it'll be clear into May-ish, so yeah. I think we're optimistic. If you could go back in the way back machine, could you imagine us being
2: in high school and getting, you know, essentially kicked out? Oh, I can imagine us getting kicked out, yeah, but not this way. I mean... It's like it's, a, it's it's, like a perma-ditch day. Well, and here's the thing. Imagine your senior year, and you're, you know, to March, and, like you know, it kind of gets emotional, it's your last this, it's your last that, you have dances and and friends and stuff, and all of a sudden, like, no, you're done, you're you're an adult, get going, I mean, it's just so strange. I didn't care at that point, I didn't. Well, you were out living on your own at that point, but some of us.
1: Could could you imagine, I mean, by that point, you kind of already already mentally sailed it in,
2: you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of kids that aren't losing much sleep at night, but. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I know what you're saying.
1: I mean, a lot of those.
2: I mean, there's a lot of kids. That's the hard part. There's a lot
1: of kids who have put years and years and years of into their uh, their craft into, into uh, you know baseball and to dance and now they it's it's done and
2: over and it's you're done. Like, yeah, no more, no more. Well, well, it's kind of like uh, I mean, this is kind of different. But my my grandpa went to World War II, and they were going to win the state basketball championship. Yeah. He told this. He told this story till the day he passed away, basically, that they had the best team ever. They were gonna win state uh basketball, and then that World War II broke out and they started getting drafted. I mean, so I mean it, things like this have happened before historically, but it's just weird to see, and this is definitely different. Is but. that Grandpa Evie or Grandpa James? Uh, no, that was Grandpa Bird. Oh, Grandpa Bird. Grandpa, Grandpa Bird. That was yeah, you're you're uh in the right ballpark, Grandpa Bird. We just crowned you state champ. Yeah, they're state champs. I'd have to go back and look up exactly the year, but yeah.
1: You want to crown them? <laughs> crown
2: them. State champs, nineteen and forty uh, yeah. something. There you go. So, well, that's that's the getting getting
1: the deep. Um, let's lighten her up, buddy. I know you got a good list over there of things that you want to get into.
2: Yeah, we got a little bit. Uh, one of the things that you said last week, and we kind of I, I went on a pretty good derailment last week, and. Uh, I'm still recovering. I just heard it again. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with what I said. However, you know, it's, it is what it is. You asked the question of if my dad was our age to me and me and young Aaron, uh, you know, in this technology world, how he would have been as a flipper. And we kind of derailed from that to something else. I, I need to tell you a story about Denny and my first vehicle. So my first vehicle was a, uh, a Ford pickup truck, an old blue Ford pickup truck. And, uh, It was I mean, it wasn't bad, especially for the time. I I don't remember the year or anything like that. I'm not, you know, Mr. Car 101 guy, but it ran. It ran fine. It it did the job. Denny traded a man a car battery for that truck. So when you were saying, uh, what kind of a flipper would Denny have been? um, He's the kind of guy that could trade a battery for a used pickup truck.
1: So he was a bartering man, but the problem is, is that that uh,
2: window of people was limited. Can you imagine if that bartering If that worldwide would... window would have been open, we might have been... I mean, we might be talking from the palatial uh, estates of, you know, some penthouse somewhere. He, I don't he,
1: know. He would just kind of continually, you know, just trade up,
2: trade up and... You'd have a penthouse overlooking Madison Square Garden. And- oh, well, you think about it. I mean, I don't even know if it was a used, it was a car-type battery. I don't remember if it was new or used or the details about it. But if you can trade that for a used automobile, I mean, what's your next What's your next thing from that used automobile to, yeah, you might own the Lakers. So uh, that was how I acquired uh, my first My first uh, automobile I drove around was dad went and traded and made a battery for it. Yeah. Well, I, I do want to lighten it up a little bit, too. Um Saw this uh,
1: crazy thing. This is what's going to happen in, in 10 years. Just just so you guys can... I'm going to go on the record, state it now, just like I have uh, about um, Venmo is going to be monitored. This is going to be a commercial. I guarantee it. You know those commercials that you see on TV? They're usually uh, late at night saying, were you ever affected by Roundup? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought
2: you were going to say, are you lonely?" <laughs>
1: No. Not, I don't know what commercials you're watching. No, uh, again,
2: going back to your high school years, I don't know. I don't know what they late show. Late night
1: TV. I don't know what they show late on night on CNN, but. Um, I, I wouldn't know either. Give uh, those commercials, say w- w- mesothelioma, or you ever. i say, oh, all night. <laughs> were you ever affected by, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know, some yeah, yeah. like that. So this is what's going to happen. Or you or somebody you know, suffer with mesothelioma. Yes. Well, yes. This is going to be commercials in 2030, in, in 10 years. Write it down. Now. Write it
0: down.
1: Were you or someone you know overtly exposed to hand sanitizer, Lysol, or bleach during the 2020
2: corona pandemic, you may be eligible for compensation. Oh, whose number? I need to get contacted now. If you're in the front line of that, there's probably some good money to be made, Adam. <laughs> that's, just, that's just one of those things that came across in those class action. That's the thing. There's plenty of entertainment out there right now. Oh, but, there's plenty of entertainment. I mean, I was watching last night. Was a couple nights ago, Willie Nelson was doing a free concert. I saw that. And I, I panned around. He had like 60 people on the bill before him. He was just letting people play from their living room. I saw Jewel playing from her bedroom. And then uh, I never made it to Willie because I had to go to bed because I had to work in the morning. Uh, so Making it making it like this. So. Old uh, Garth Brooks, I think it's tonight, is doing a free concert and taking requests. So there's some, there's some pretty cool things happening in the light of all this. I know uh, a lot of the movie studios, which Aaron was talking about last week, aren't able to put out a lot of the movies, but um, I think it's Universal's putting out a lot of the ones that were in the theater to where you can just buy them and stream them now. Um, Disney put up Frozen 2, and they're doing something with this Onward movie. Seen it. Saw the Frozen 2 already. So, there's, I mean, uh, some of the stuff is kind of nice, kind of keep us entertained. It's going to be a long haul because everywhere's shut down, and and the entertainment's going to be not so fast to rebound as as everywhere else because they're all home too, so... Well, one of the things that that is is being
1: floated out there because of the huge number of people that will now uh, you know be working from home, not being in there is is bandwidth. Talking about how it may shrink. So what I suggest is you go in there, download every episode of Death Piles and Taxes. <laughs> that way you're not relying on streaming ability. Uh, that way you have them. Uh, you know, listen to us, you know, catch up as you're listing those items. We'll give you that encouragement. Maybe that go through
2: can. and listen for a second time if you already heard it. <laughs> also, uh, you know, if you have your uh, visible mobile like we talk about, you have unlimited uh, uh, downloadability or unlimited uh, whatever internet, and uh, you get your hotspot and all that. So, and I've never said it in the commercials that we meant to, but they are uh, zero contract to try out uh, visible mobile. So, that was a, a quick plug, quick plug for, for visible. Adam's brought up our numbers. It looks like the pandemic has helped that a little bit. Hundreds. So thanks everyone for listening. And, uh, you know, share it with a friend and family member. It means, it does mean a lot to us when we see people are listening. So we appreciate all of you out there listening. Uh, let me tell you another story, Adam. I just want to tell our dedicated listeners all
1: over the country and all over the world thank you we we got these people in France man and they're the, they're right in the uh, the air in Europe man every week it's amazing as I talk about people about the podcast like people all over the world are listening to us coming from Payson Utah
2: well I'm I'm not from Payson Utah I just come, come here and do the show the studios in Payson Utah yes the stabby part and if you don't believe me I'll share some news stories now we we got we got people being attacked in the streets. The main streets pace in Utah.
1: I will have to say something as, <laughs> as as this came across. I'm not.
2: I push until he defends it, folks.
1: We we live in Utah. Um, we're not on the um, you know the Ring of Fire. We're not in Seattle. We're not on the 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 faults of earthquakes. We had an earthquake oh, last we, week. We got faults. Well, we're we're not on the the hot. Bed. We're not on the San Andreas, but yeah. Uh, we had the third largest earthquake in Utah history at 5.7 last week, and you would have thought the world was coming to an end. Well, you
2: put it with everything else that's going on, and uh, a lot of religious folks, an earthquake breaks out when you have a plague. Locusts. Uh, locusts are swarming. The, the Galdarn, uh, if, you if you don't know the Salt Lake Temple, I'm sure you all seen the Mormon Temple with the statue that has the horn on it. The horn fell off, folks. I didn't know it was detachable. I thought it was one solid piece. Somebody's scooping that up and selling it on eBay, I'm sure. But you thought it was uh, I mean, I, I took pictures, I, cause I had to so here's what happened. That morning I I had to go to work early because where I'm working right now is really actually busy, which is a good thing. But I was gonna stop and get fuel on the way into work and I, I swung into Sam's club and they weren't open for another hour. So I'm like, oh, I'll just come after work, you know. I, I have enough to get by. Well, sure enough, this earthquake hits and then somebody puts out on the Facebook, you know, universe that uh, the refineries were damaged and uh, everyone get, get gas because you're not going to be able to for a week because, you know, prices are going to skyrocket and they're going to run out. So what do people do? But they go out in a panic and, you know, they start lining up for, for miles is what looks like. And so it had been a few hours and people start to say, hey, this isn't true. Use your brain, people. Don't be stupid. And so I I'd go back over after work, and, man, it was it was a long enough line. I thought, well, forget this. And I, you know, I drove a few more exits down and was able to find a station that wasn't as busy. But, yeah, people are, I mean, people are on edge right now. I would suggest,
1: you know, I thought about it. I was in the store yesterday because, like I said, we just had a baby. My wife's, you know, at home taking care of it. Now our kids are at home. Um, I went to the store. I'm listed on eBay getting school credit. I'm sorry. They, they will be. They will be. Um <laughs> Had a, had a good conversation with my son last night about the stock market. Explained to him Dow Jones, and he's like, "Well, what do you mean Dow Jones?" And I, you know, tried explaining it to him. Um, do trying to do some real world math. Hey, that's what. That's why I we wish we'd have had in school. Yeah, that, I really do. And I, uh, I was trying to explain to him because we have the Field Steel magazines at all college football, and he's got some of the scores listed for the first three games. I'm like, "Well, I'm going to give you my phone." You're going to look up all of the scores and write it down. But I was having him do
2: averages. Add up over, unders, Vegas thinks they're here, son. Are we going to have a break in the spread or under the spread moment? Your uh, life skills, I appreciate this. You know you've got a problem with your friend group
1: when you're taking over, unders, when the pandemic is going to officially begin.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm, I'm September, early September. <laughs>
1: Uh who's the, who's the line setter on that? Who's the bookie? Well, no, Pelican's
2: the bookie. Yes. I can say that because he's not teaching or doing what he does for a day job right now. <laughs> so, or even a side job. So, Pelican's the bookie. Pelican's the bookie. So, uh,
1: which which friend of the program, he just sent me over some tax information. So, we're, we're accumulating that. We got your taxes done last week. Um, it's, it's tax time. It is tax time. But, but going back into it, getting some... Real world experience. I think that's kind of what it is, is: is do things that you haven't done. And even if it's if it's you're listening to the program, if if you have never listed an item, do it. You, you have no reason not to, and you don't have to go out to these thrift stores. You don't have to go out to any place. you got enough stuff in your house.
2: Well, and right now, a lot of places thrift stores are closed down. I guess that's something we didn't mention. I just figured everyone would know. I didn't want to. You know, create more of a... A pandemic. lot of people, a lot of thrift stores, uh, at least in our area, are shut down. I think that's smart. I mean, people are donating. You don't know where the clothes are coming. A lot of people gathered. Right now is probably a good time for that. <laughs> However, when this is over and things get uh, back up to normal, get to those thrift stores because there's going to be a lot of good items not picked over right off the bat. So, hot yeah. tip, hot tip. I think a lot of people are going to be doing some spring
1: cleaning. So, instead of, you know, getting rid of those things... You know, kind of create your. Somebody referred to it as their death pile is now their stockpile. Oh, there
2: you go. Well, like that one. Well, friend Brian from last week. My, I, you know, I have two favorite Brian's. I've said this forever, Adam. It's hard because there's two of them, but I put them in order. They're both in my heart. Number one. I know you've said some mean things about some of them. Call them one and two. I don't know why I didn't correct you at the time, but both my Brian's are my favorite. Uh, but he was talking about how he goes through the things that are getting donated from his wife and and. Or just throughout the house, and that's where he's finding stuff. Uh, also, here's the thing. We all have family members. We all have that snooty-uppity family member that you're like, hey, they do the same thing. I'm not saying Brian and his family are snooty and uppity. I'm just saying that we know people like this. So when you go to the family reunion or whatever, say, hey, before you donate your stuff, can I'll take it for you. I'm, I'm collecting for a drive. Whatever you need to sell it. Collecting for a drive. But you can go through their stuff because you know they're going spending the big bucks. And they need new things every season. So then you just take Aunt Charlotte, we'll call her, Aunt Charlotte's things, and you got you, I mean, unlimited resources because Aunt Charlotte is always getting new things and her kids are always getting new things and her husband because that's just how they are. And everyone knows some people like this in their area, maybe their neighborhood. And uh, Aunt Charlotte doesn't want to go to, you know, thrift shops because they're yucky and gross. Anyway, so... If you could just get in that pipeline where you pick up a few people's stuff, you don't have to go to the thrift store. You just uh, make yourself a little a little pipeline to where you go and pick up the goods, and there you go. The Polynesian
1: pipeline, like, like the BYU, Utah has with the well, Fo- Fo- Football too. recruiting. Well, in um,
2: recruiting, people have their pipeline states to where this is your hotbed of where you go get recruits to come and play for you. However, we're talking e-commerce selling, so you got your, you got your pipeline of where you pick up your products. I
1: really like
2: that because... I, essentially what you could
1: do because let's a, a lot of uh, you know people of an older generation are are learning they' they're adapting it, the internet is making things a lot easier you could send your you know 16 17 18 year old kids who have nothing to do now because they're schooling, which is the one thing you can get school I've done a lot faster online than what you could in person. And there's a lot of wasted time in today, apparently. But, but why don't you you know send them up to Aunt Marla's house? You know? Send them up there, see if you can help her list some things. And, and by list some things, list some things on your own and, and make some dollars and cents.
2: Now, I said Aunt Charlotte, you're throwing in my real family members who are gonna think that I think there's new to Aunt Marla is a very lovely, very nice lady. She said on my birthday the other day that I've always been a great nephew. So I, I can't have you besmirching my family members getting called our names here on the Death Pile and Taxes Airwaves,
1: Adam. It was your birthday. You probably got some, some long-lost relatives that reached out to you. I know there was lots of funny memes on the, on the interwebs and making you, how about,
2: you chuckle. How about you send them up to Aunt Lucy's house to uh-huh. help her list? Oh, Aunt Lucy, okay. You, you need to come up with alternative names. Oh, alternative So that we don't lose listeners. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't really mean that, Uncle Dale. Uh, isn't that your buddy's name that you do the other wheelchairs with? Yeah, Dale. You old, call him Uncle? Uh, uncle
1: Dale, that's uh, right. That's weird. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it, it is
2: a little, a little strange. I'm an Uncle Dale running through the forest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I don't, don't quite know what Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Uh, is in, my, where we're in, at. My, in my life, in my mind, that's uh, kind of what's going on. But yeah, you get those recruiting. I mean, I, I summon things is what we think of. When you're at the thrift store, you're all recruiting for the same key players, and you got a lot of coaches there. But if you can go make a pipeline to where there's not a lot of people after, because not everyone's going to Aunt Lucy's house, and not everyone's selling on eBay or doing what it is. Even if you say, here's 20 bucks, Aunt Lucy, I'll take that for you. Well, that's, that's a good. I, I, I want to throw up. We'll take a break, come
1: back with some real nuts and bolts and things, but I'm going to make one suggestion. Have you ever seen the show Strange Inheritance? Stranger Things? No, no. That's, Lock and Key? That scares me. No, no. Not scares me. Indiana Jones? I do like me Mindy. Strange inheritance. Never heard of her, As you would say. Oh man, it's a show that usually comes on late. Um, I think it's on Fox Business Channel or
2: something. It's about. I don't think I. I, I don't think I get that channel. I know you do. They talk about. Are you lonely at night? No. Okay. No. Uh, late at night. I'm just. I don't. From
1: earlier, I don't know what you're at well, watching. They talk about different people who have inher- inherited some form of death pile from a, a passed on one. Oh, that sounds like something i'd be interested in r- oh it's really good they've had several about this woman she was a photographer she's like one of the, the greatest photographers in the uh, 40s 50s 60s um she had like baby photography like all of the original like johnson and johnson like all of these photographs she's taken and she had this huge death pile that passed on to a niece great one that just happened um this nephew, he inherited his great uncle's um, pile. He was the FBI agent, IRS agent, who got Al Capone arrested. Wow. <laughs> it went through It showed him Real all taxes. the taxes. You were probably, oh, you were man. all revved up at that point. I was looking on eBay trying to find some cool stuff <laughs> so I can hang up, you know, <laughs> his audit report for getting <laughs> Al Capone. This
2: is how they got him on the taxes. Al Capone here did it right off right here. It was really cool. It was
1: actually really interesting because it goes into details about that. Um, There was another. I started binge watching for. It sounds like it. It It was really cool. There was another one. um, This this uh, his daughter inherited. uh, This guy had a huge lot of um, like um, war memorabilia. You know, of armed forces memorabilia, different things from the Civil War. All these things. Somebody had offered them 200000 for the entire lot. Because, you know, the, a lot of them were original things. They hired an auction agency. It turns out they walked away with $1.3 million. So, wow. death piles can be extremely valuable.
2: And if you're watching that late-night television and you're lonely and you're looking for somebody to call, call Adam Up Accounting.
1: Uh, hey, that's a great idea because you're going to have to get your taxes done, um, You'll also see the commercials. Have you or one of your
2: loved ones been superly overexposed to. Are you, are you morbidly obese and can't read the remote? That's I true. can say this because I'm the big guy on death files and taxes <laughs> and have a Husky section. There's a support group out for you. That's All right, right I'm, I'm going crazy. Yeah, let's take a little break. Let's take a little break. <laughs> Visible Mobile, Adam. What is it? I'm here to tell you, it's a new phone service running on your Verizon network. You can pay as little as $25 now. They've got this new thing that's called a party. Party plan? The party line. It's like a family plan, except for you don't have to go around and collect all the money from everyone. Everyone pays their own bill. I don't have to Venmo my cousin. You don't have to Venmo your cousin, Eddie. and You don't have to go down that trailer park and try to wake up Granny and tell her, get out of your wagon and give me your money. So you're saying I need to get on Visible Mobile to start
1: saving money every single month.
2: All in, $40 a month, down to $25, depending on how your party plan goes. You get unlimited everything. You get the best coverage there is available. You have a mobile hotspot included. And, you know, it's just the better thing to do right now. Of course, when you go there, you're going to use our promo code. Adam, do you remember our promo code? Not yet. Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. B BWVQ, and let me say that for you fanatically that's Bravo Victor Whiskey Victor Quebec.
1: Go to Visible Mobile. Well, it's that time of the year. It's time to file your taxes. What a daunting task. Can you imagine sitting in your basement, taking all 12 months of all your receipts and just trying to figure that out?
2: I got that shoebox full of receipts and I'm going to make this work.
1: And then what do you do? You get online and you try and figure it out yourself. It ain't worth it, man. Hey, you need to file your taxes. Go to AdamUpAccounting.com. We'd be happy to help you. We understand resellers like crazy. Um, We know how to file your taxes. We know how to put all your expenses in the right categories we know how to take care of it timely that you feel like oh this is well worth it I should have been doing this my entire life look at Derek look what he used to be and look what we've got him trained into now I'm a champion I'm living webs. that's what your twitter says so go to adamupaccounting.com you can find us on there you can uh, message us directly um, we'd love to hear from you I'd love to help you out so that we can decrease the stress that you have coming up in the next few
2: months. You know what time it is. That's right. Even a pandemic can't stop us from having a diet do together, Adam.
1: I will be very excited. I went to the grocery store last week. Um, There was no bottled water. There was no toilet paper. There was no milk. There was no egg. There were two cases
2: left of Diet Mountain Dew, and I snatched them right. And they were on sale, too. And he snatched them right from out of an elderly lady's hands who has the diabetes. And she said, I don't know what we'll do. I can't stay awake at night to watch my TV if I don't have that. And he said, get the regular stuff, Granny. You're going to die anyways. And I said, Adam, that was very not nice of you to do. I may have fabricated a little there. Imagine that. Uh, over the break here, we were just discussing
1: some things. Um the Internet has changed the world. We, we obviously talk about that. Um, I really transitioned my a lot of my business to online, where we have an online secure portal. People scan their documents, upload them. I look at them just like you were sitting across the table. I go through it all, compare it to last year's, ask any questions, email you, um, and then we send out the invoice. Once the invoice gets paid, just like on eBay, <laughs> well, ching once they went to hear that payment, ching. Uh, I have our front desk. She sends out the doc sign. They get it. They sign it, and I send it, in, and boom, big, bang. bang where it's done.
2: Money in the bank. So what Adam said, uh, we're watching during the break. We usually, you know, stretch it out a little bit. We get talking. We probably have better conversations off the air than on the air. But uh, he's watching some YouTube, and he's like, man. Who's that guy you're watching? Russ. Russ. There's this guy. This guy, little, He's a he's a, what do you call him, a rapper? Yes. I'm going to put, uh, we'll put him on the end of our show at some point. This is a definitely going to be a, a Kenny Rogers week. We'll get into that oh, maybe okay. somewhere. But um, anyways, Adam says to me, if you were 16 years old, could you imagine having YouTube and what you could do with it? And uh, he's just a young man who's, who's making, I mean, you can make music, put it out there, like Justin Bieber. There's yeah. tons of people that have been discovered through YouTube. Like you talked about before,
1: there is no barrier to entry.
2: Yeah, you used to have to go find a record executive, sing it in clubs and bars, get found. And, and now it's you just have to have a good uh, YouTube video that goes viral, basically, and they'll find you. You just have to know what they want, what they want, what they want on so Pretty good, right? Yeah, that was pretty good.
1: Hey, there goes my guy. You need to give him those cans. Don't you know,
2: chase him down. I'll keep it's the, the, the show camera. going. Oh, I should have. can man. The can man. Um, yeah, so I said, the problem is, 16-year-old age group nowadays, you don't know what you have. I said, if you took us as 16-year-olds and showed us the future and said, look at this, you can start your own uh, career on YouTube with a, with a show, with whatever you're into, with singing, with music, with... Uh, comedy, with making up movies with you and your buddies. You know, we just saw that. Holy cow, they're getting paid to do this. Limited possibility. The problem is when you grow up with something, it just becomes second nature to you. You don't think of the possibilities a lot of the time. kind of like selling online. Um, It's just one of those things where people just have it embedded in them. That's, yeah, something that they do, but you don't take advantage because it's just always been there.
1: I know the problem. Can I tell you the problem?
2: Shoot it. And I'm
1: going to tell you the solution. Because I don't bring up problems unless I know the solution. The problem is those people who are 35 to 55.
2: They are the problem. You're you're, uh, pointing the finger directly at a couple of us in this room, Adam. When you're pointing the finger, three come right back at you. Okay.
1: Turn off the fountain. Turn on the radio. This is turning into the little karaoke thing. (laughs) What's the fountain? Don't keep giving your kids things. The reason that your kids aren't motivated to go out and make money is they don't have to. Valid point. They don't have to. Like, I I am baffled by how many eighteen plus, even sixteen. Like, can you imagine your parents paying for your cell phone bill? I I loved it. I mean, could you imagine paying for all those things? I mean, you were I mean, we're not joking about the husky section. Like we were lucky when <laughs> we went to the mall and we got a new pair of pants. Oh, we went to
2: JC Panties, yeah. It was uh it was good that you had that for the rest of the year and about I'm I'm gonna, gonna say I wasn't spoiled at times or things, but yeah, compared to today's generation from, from where I sit, um, kind of a different perspective where I don't have any children of my own. I see nieces, nephews, other people's children. And I, I can see how people will parent and you never want to go tell somebody how to parent or do their job because that's way out of uh, any anywhere that I should be to tell people how to do something like that. But I see different approaches and I see what works and what doesn't work. And it's just very interesting to me. But like you're saying, if you just it's the whole teach a man to fish or give him fish uh, analogy, if you teach a man to fish. He can feed himself for the rest of his life. If you hand him fish, he can he can eat for a day. Uh, with your kids, at some point you need to you need to wean them off that uh, that teat and make them go find their own food. And sometimes they'll go hungry. I know uh, in my in my early twenties, I remember I had a uh, dental problem and I went home and I told my parents, "Hey, I got a, a cracked tooth, basically." And they said, man, that sucks. What are you going to do about it? Because I'm not on their insurance anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I had insurance or not. I don't remember. But remember I remember had to go in and get an emergency dental procedure done and all that. And I'm sure they'd been more than happy to help me out if they could or put me in that direction. But at some point, you got to figure this out on your own. And at the time, I probably thought, man, why are they stepping up? Why aren't they paying for it? Why aren't they coddling me? They had other children at home to take care of plus their own bills on top of, hey, you're an adult. You know, that's... Flap those wings, baby bird, and get out of the nest a little bit.
1: We've created a society. One of my least favorite commercials, um, you know, is the talk about. I think it's State Farm, State Farm. We got them here in the building. Mm -hmm. Um, Talks about doing insurance, and this this daughter gets a new vehicle, and the little brother gets the hand-me-down station wagon, old Betty, and he is like, it is the end of the world because he has to drive this. What a freaking spoiled little jerk.
2: My dad traded a battery for my first truck, and I was probably not as grateful as I should have been,
1: Yeah, but I
2: was happy to have it.
1: If you're lucky enough in the world to own a vehicle, to even have the privilege to drive something from point A to point B, you're a lucky
2: human being, and you had better know that that's a privilege, (laughs) not a right. You know what's wrong with kids now? Get off my lawn. We sound like a bunch of old grumpy men, Adam. We're trying to get kids listening to us.
1: I, I get all I up when I have people come in here and, and we talk about their kids. And, and don't get me wrong, It says we're we're in a good spot. You know, we're not talking about the ninety nine and one. We're trying to get it more of the eighty twenty.
2: It's it's one of those. There is the, the the term failure to launch. Yes. And here's what I'm seeing. Uh, me and my wife were were married for a uh, very short time, a couple of years before we bought our first house. There's no way I thought it was going to happen. She kind of pushed heavy for it, showed me that we could afford it, and we did it, and we did that back in. Um, the, during the first major recession that we were having at that time, yeah. uh, everything was down. We actually got paid money to buy a house from the government for a stimulus-type program, yep. which may or may not be coming back. Uh, we got very, very low interest rate, but uh, I was driving around with my wife the other day, because we go for rides, because what else are you yeah. going to do? I appreciate sure you honking last night. Too. We what gave, gave, you a, gave you a little honky honk. <laughs> Um, There's a lot of building going on, and it was to the point where there was a lot of construction that's kind of slowed down now because of everything. It's a really good opportunity. The interest rates are way down right now to almost record lows. So I'm not a mortgage man. I wish I was because I'd say refinance with me right now. But if you're in trouble looking to refinancing right now, looking to getting yourself into a 15-year refinance so you can eliminate a bunch of your debt, If you have credit card debt and all that kind of crap, maybe you can bundle that. Um, I'd find you some agents. If you're living at home, newly married, young, never thought you could afford a house, look right now at the options. There's a lot more construction that was going up, and now with the economy how it is, there's a great opportunity for you to get into a house at a cheaper rate at a lower price right now, kind of like what me and my wife were able to do back in the early 2000s, and now's your time. I mean, go look. Interest rates are pretty low. It's probably cheaper than what you pay for rent. It's true. But I know you're in mom's basement not paying rent. You can get out on your own and you can be adults and you can contribute and you can have your own place. And find opportunities during this time of, of panic to find, you know, we're talking a little stock market during the break. Oh, yeah. There, there's opportunities right now that if you can take advantage of them, you know, here in six months or a year, they're going to be gone. And you're going to wish that you had. So don't live out of fear. Um, be safe, be courteous, be cautious, but also look for the opportunities and the silver lining in some of the clouds. And I guess that kind of gets into our point that we'll
1: uh, you got to like what you're doing. I mean, you're going to spend, what, nearly 60, I think they said 60, 70% of your life at work. If you don't like that part of your life, like, life sucks.
2: Yeah, go find something. Like what we were talking about with the thrift stores the other day, if Brian doesn't like going there... Go find another place to source. There's plenty to sell. Don't build yourself another sucky spot to go after work. I
1: think I gave this young man some really good advice because they were all, yeah, that's a really good idea. Some new clients came in. If you have children who are college age, who are under the age of 23, do not let them file their taxes without talking about it as a family. Because there's the American Opportunity Credit that you may be able to maximize $2,500 if you're the parents claim it versus the kids. It's only a thousand dollars, so we need to collaborate. Uh, you know, talk about these things together so that we can make sure you get the biggest bang for your buck. And um, but, anyways, this young man, he's down at uh, S or at Dixie State doing some accounting. He's also in charge of some of the recreation programs. But he was talking about what he wanted to do. We talked a little bit of counting. You know what I said? If I could go back, if I was twenty-one years old. And I was in between semesters.
2: You trained to be an MMA fighter, wouldn't you? <laughs> You're
1: dang right I would. <laughs> you know what I says, you know, this is what I would do. I would go down to Las Vegas and and intern for free, get in the door for free for either the Golden Knights or the Oakland Raiders. Great opportunity. Go into their accounting program, go into their, you know, says, I want to be here. I'm, I'm willing to work for free. I want to come in, I'll spend three months here, and and like I said, button up, and, like I said, be able to live poor, and, and so that you can have that opportunity, because you'll never have that kind of opportunity again at that phase in life. You could also
2: be a doorman at gentlemen's clubs and live off tips. That's something Adam taught me about living in Vegas, is a big tipping culture and a lot of opportunities.
1: Apparently, they've got a drive
2: through show now. <laughs> Don't, I, just, I, I saw an opportunity and I took it, out.
1: I, I appreciate that, but... Find out the opportunities that you have that your kids want. Encourage them to go out and do something that they're going to find
2: that they like and have an opportunity to make a living at for the rest of their life. Or maybe it's something you think that you like. This happens. Is oh Man, I'd love to work for the NFL or, or major leagues. This, you get in there and you're like, this sucks. I'm a fan. I don't like the business side. It's true. I need to go work construction or uh, I don't know what kids do anymore work the, the slot attendance over, something like that.
1: They, they stay at home because Mommy and Daddy pay for things. That's what they
2: do. Well, uh, there are ambitious kids and people out there making a buck. I know we kind of rag on the stay-at-homers. But
1: but I guess everybody that's listening to this podcast, they're doing something.
2: Yeah, they're, be, they're like, yeah, yeah, we agree with you. So, so, it's the choir, and we are preaching to them so
1: this would be share the good word with your family that you're like yeah that's my
2: brother he, he, you, your he, kid there's a lazy uh, sack of potatoes and you need this is what you need to do you need to listen to, make us the bad guys listen to these guys on the death piles and taxes show and you download it for them you say they think your kid's a, a worthless piece of tater meat and and they need to get out to work and and i ain't the only one but thinking this and you you play it for them. and when we turn it around Like i don't know why you turn into a southern hillbilly but that's where yeah. i went <laughs> I needed some encouragement at some point in my life. We all have that flip the light switch. So. Oh, we all, yeah, we all get that little kick in the butt um, at some point, And, you know, it's just get up and get going. And it's continual. Right? Sometimes I need it. Even in tomorrow, I, I have. A, so, what I've been doing with Macari is I'm putting a bunch of my cards, like I said, kind of the raw commons together. And I'm selling them over there almost like a yard sale. Uh, With that, I'm getting money that I just save on the cari, and I find other things that are undervalued, have that shipped to me, I'm putting on them on eBay, Uh, but I got some other stuff from eBay, the heart transplant man, I need to tell that story at some point, the full story, I had to edit out half of our podcast the other day, and if you saw one of my Facebook Lives, I kind of explained why, so go look for our Facebook Lives, Um, I don't remember if I did that on my personal page, or if I did that on the death miles because I did two of them, so... Uh, anyways, I'll, probably next episode I'll try to touch base on that because we're trying to wrap this one up because, you know, we got things to do, people to see. Tax season. Tax season. Uh, point of the story is I don't remember. Macari, okay, is I'm I'm trying to list more, and I'm trying to make my listings count. So I'm I'm using Macari almost as like a, a temporary yard sale because yard sale season and thrift stores around us aren't really open to source off of. I can sell things for cheaper. I build up a balance. I get stuff put here, put it on eBay. And uh, I just need to get myself kicked in the butt, like we're saying these kids need to do, to list a little harder. Because yeah, hard. there's captive audience. you got a captive, literally captive audience worldwide. People are buying things. I sold $40 worth of M&Ms yesterday. If you don't believe me, dead
1: serious,
2: people dude. are buying things if they're buying $40 worth of M&Ms.
1: Well, we're, we're going to wrap up. But like this is... I never want to take light of things. And I, I don't want people to think that's what we do. But it's very, it's just a, a fact of life. People pass away every single day. And some of those people can be very influential in your life. Um, loved ones, family members, um, mentors. Others can be uh, people that you've enjoyed throughout your um, childhood. Uh, you know, people you look up to, entertainment figures. And one of those passed. Uh is it this morning? Is it this morning?
2: I saw it this morning, and I tried to get over it on eBay and utilize by buying some memorabilia and some signed odd, things. And odd. I was a little late to the party. Yes, you were. Um, I don't know how this happened, Adam. Maybe you can refresh my memory. So, uh, Adam's talking about the the great the roaster himself, the gambler, uh, Mister Kenny Rogers. They had a
1: Kenny Rogers roasters in Pahrump, Nevada. I believe it. And when they had it, it was the Cat's meow. He actually
2: came to that Kenny Rogers Roasters, I believe, for the opening. So I'm very familiar with the band. I I saw him perform live in Mona, Utah, the old uh, Young Living Herb Farm. They did some concerts there on his retirement tour, which I'm glad we went and saw. Um, So in our early 20s, me, you, and I'll say his name Pelican again because he's not employed at the time. So if you put any, any dots together about past episodes or whatever, that's because you're a good detective. More power to you. That's because you're a good, good detective, good fan. You deserve to know this. Uh, some reason, this song came out in the last ten years, Superman, and we were in our early twenties, and that became our favorite song of all time. We we really loved the song. That's why we're going to put at the end of the show here. And and it wasn't like
1: we shared it on our cell phones. Pelican burned a, a, a CD for us,
2: <laughs> and we had a burned CD of it that we'd listen to. And I, I don't know how we discovered the song or whatever, but it just kind of recap. Probably the last ten years, we were in our twenties. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much from uh, the 95. time of our yeah time of our teenage years to to current at that point, and the world just kind of went more out of control and different things. But it was a really good song, and, and uh, we really enjoyed it. And I guess uh, yeah, things happen. The the roaster will be missed. And you gotta know when to hold them. No, no in the fold That Maybe we enjoyed gambling. We had some things in common with maybe, Kenny, I guess. Maybe, maybe. Well, maybe we had a few things that we like to do.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb here, and if you are, because he, he performed a lot with uh, Dolly Parton. Sure. I would say right now, it, it's that pre, not saying that there's anything on the wire... But I'm guessing that she's going to pass at some point. You know who's another been sticking on forever? Betty White. I, I was going
2: to go there. That's with this whole Corona thing. I said, you lock up Betty White somewhere safe. She's like 95. Or well, I saw 100%. her. Uh, me and the family down to uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live a few years back. And Betty White was one of the guests. And my mom went to use the facilities to, to tidy up. And she was coming back. And she passed, old Betty was coming right. She saw her right in front of her as they scooted her into town. Right, right by her. So, your, I um, not, not say hero,
1: I don't want to say heroes because those kind of, you know, I don't know if that's the correct term. Yeah, people, I mean, they're influencers. In influencers, your
2: life. things that just inspire you, music. And they had a gift and they used their gift. Yeah,
1: and, and I mean this. I,
2: sometimes they're, they're heroes, sometimes that's a little too strong of a word or too overused. I don't know Kenny Rogers was necessarily a hero, but he was uh, he was an influencer of us.
1: And I think that, you know, music, you know, those kind of things, uh, they do influence a lot, especially when you're in, um, you know, difficult times. There, there's people that, that do kind of give you that hand up, that boost. So we all need him. I mean, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, your uh, Twitter buddy, like, that's the only reason we have this podcast. It finally took so much pushing and prodding that we finally um, took the call to action. That's I guess that's the thing is, is whatever helps you take that call to action and take it away from uh, talking about to do.
2: Yeah, it kind of gives you that little nudge. Maybe like we're saying the parents need to do. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have your parents or family around and you get inspiration from other places. You got to have that nudge. So, with that being said, uh, it is tax
1: time. I don't know what that means. Tax time might be now. Tax time might be for the next
2: year. Who knows?
1: We have no idea. But no matter what, it's still going to be there. So there are two things
2: in life that are certain, Derek. Apparently they're making TV shows about even death piles. And
0: taxes. Quite a trip, over 3600 spins around without a cosmic slip. But within the realm of our atmosphere, we're about as out of whack as we've ever been in a million years. We watched the Y2K scare in a panic. As time proved Nostradamus wrong, and we watched as Mother Nature shook the planet, and cellular replaced the telephone. We lost Charlie Brown, Ray Charles, and Johnny Cash, we even lost Superman. The hills we've climbed The best golfer's black The best rapper's white And it's about damn time But we'd best beware There's a brand new fight you see And I hate to say We might be our own worst enemy We watched Oklahoma Sifting through the deck Shareholders Watch their savings vanish We all cried when we watched those towers fall We lost many Pearl, Ron Reagan, and Sam I am We even lost Superman Expensive gas and free downloads The dot-com boom and reality shows What's going to happen next is anybody's guess. Satellite, radio, and hybrid cars. Handheld computers and a trip to Mars. It's all become a part of who we are in the last ten years. In the last ten years. lost George Harrison John Paul and June Carter Cash Hell we even lost